0: This episode of the Strategy Hour podcast is sponsored by Gusto. They're making payroll benefits and HR refreshingly easy for the modern small business. You no longer have to be a big company to get great technology, excellent
1: benefits, and exceptional service to take care of your team. Gusto is offering a totally free three-month trial just for Strategy Hour listeners. Sign up today for this exclusive limited-time deal. Just go to gusto.com slash strategy and unlock three months free once you run your first payroll. Yep, that's three months free at gusto.com slash strategy.
2: So last week we left off Part one on hiring our first employee. So, if you haven't listened to that, be sure you go back to episode 294 and give that one a listen because we cover the application creating process, the identifying what role we even needed filled, how we found candidates and have them self vet themselves so we could save time in the process and make sure that we were getting the right person. So, now in part two, we're talking all about the interview process and part of our onboarding process. And then we'll follow up with a part three in like a couple of months and let you know how all of this is actually working. And if anything we're saying right now actually helped us in the long run, keeping someone long-term. So before we dive into the interview process and how the couple of the interviews looked different from each other, I want to make sure that you guys fully grasp the unicorn that we were looking for for this position. Okay? So as a creative business owner, right? You know a lot of creatives, and you probably know a lot of other business owners. And when you are hiring or wanting to work with someone, you generally, because this is what we've done in the past, hired someone on a 1099 or contract basis, or you are someone's client who has their own business, right? They have a copywriting business. So you hire them to do your emails or your sales page, a web design business. So they're doing your website, whatever it may be, right? And maybe sometimes you absolutely fall in love with those people and they work really well within your team culture and they do great things for you, but you can't give them more responsibilities because that's not what they do. And they have their own business and they're growing their own thing. And maybe they'll work part-time with you forever, or it's like a one-off project. And that has been our reality for over three years. But in order to find someone who is going to be committed to our business, stay long-term, not have any other side projects but also know the creative community really well and know what it takes to like run an online community and sell stuff fully digitally and grow this kind of weird corner of the internet that we've been growing is really, really rare to find. In order to find someone who has creative drive, but not the drive to start their own thing is what I call the unicorn. And it is a lot harder to find than I thought. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, this is a little
0: bit of a weird situation because in every other... I've hired a bunch of people, not just for this business, but even back in my corporate days. Like Even at my first job, I helped hire other people. But it's different when you're working in a traditional more traditional job, more traditional field to hire other people that want to work a more traditional job in a more traditional field. We are literally teaching people (laughs) how to run their own
2: business. Okay. How to leave their traditional jobs in their traditional fields.
0: (laughs) And yet we want to hire someone who has a strong interest in all of those things, but has no desire to do it for themselves. Or not that they don't have a desire, but they would prefer to be in the background, yeah, and work for someone else, and you know, just shine in the back. Which Mm -hmm. you guys, let me tell you.
2: I did not realize how full of all of us are until I started working with so many of us, right? And you know what I mean by us, right? The people who are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're great workers. They're really, really, really hard workers. They're really good at what they do. They take initiative. They find ways to like fix things that are broken and they have unique strategies. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, but I'm so good at this that I'm going to start it for myself, (laughs) Which is exactly who I would be for someone else. So I I don't hate those people because I am those people. But finding someone who isn't like that, oh, Lord. But I think we did. Yeah. So how did the interview process work?
0: Ultimately, I mean, not that we- Can we talk about that we wanted someone local? Can we talk about that for a second? Okay, sure. So why hire here Mm -hmm. when our- It was a
2: big debate.
0: When our whole company is uh-huh. spread out all over the country. Yeah. Well, first of all, I just have to say I was right. You <laughs> were right. You, I will absolutely give you that. And I was like the ringleader on yes, it she must was. be local because yeah. I truly believed, even if they worked remotely, that we would have so much more control. And would have so much more connection with someone yep. if we had the ability to, on a whim, say, hey, next week, we're going to get together for coffee and do some planning. Uh-huh. Hey, we're going to have a Which meeting. I already want
2: to do. Yeah. I'm like,
0: <laughs> let's call her. Let's do it. When are we doing yep. it? What, when, when is it happening?
2: Yep. But like, so me and Angela were the outliers on this of like, I, I see your point and I definitely see how it could be beneficial, But, but... What if we're missing out on really good candidates because we're only saying Kansas City? And so ultimately, our very first interview was not local. It was a Zoom interview with someone who lived like hundreds and hundreds of, I don't want to say hundreds of thousands, hundreds of miles away, thousands of miles away. And we thought, oh my God, you know, the application read so well. Maybe this will still like work good enough for what we need because we were kind of getting to the point where like, we needed someone. We needed someone really bad. And so Abby was like, fine, we do need someone. We need someone more than waiting six months to find someone local. And so we did the interview and guess what? It was exactly what we had both feared in the sense of like connection over Zoom or Skype or whatever is just not the same as in-person connection the ability to read someone's body language literally cannot happen over camera it just can't and i truly think one of the biggest things that has held us back not to say held us back but has been like the kind of like poker in us hiring the wrong people is because we haven't been able to meet them in person first and if we had been able to like fly that person out and like have a sit down coffee conversation, it probably would have gone so, so differently. But it didn't. And so we both kind of left that feeling exactly how we felt in every single other scenario in our business like, well, she was really great on paper. So maybe that's all that matters. And just kind of sat on it for like a week because we didn't really know what decision to make. But then, well, I think the
0: interesting thing is the person that we decided to interview next did not fill out the application 100% the way we had helped. But we decided that her answers were coachable.
2: Yes. They weren't a personality thing. It was a coachable, like, this is how our business runs. They weren't kind
0: of wrong. Right. Because there right. wasn't a wrong answer to any of them. But it well, was there,
2: there was on some
0: some uh, people. <laughs> one, it's I will say, business. one girl. Yes, one girl said, "This is none of my business," and I was like, Two people a, have said that?" It's literally on the job
2: application. <laughs> the same hypothetical question. I would probably do nothing because it's none of my business. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then the other
0: one that like totally struck me was someone thought Emily was a toddler
2: oh yeah they thought i was a child (laughs) i was like did
0: you even read our about page at all
2: did you even look at our instagram or go to our website anything anything at all
0: (laughs) i was like
2: i forgot about that one
0: (laughs) i would figure out how old emily is i was Mm -hmm. like what like how is that relevant? It's not relevant. Anyway, Mm-mm. nonetheless, we we picked out a couple of people we were going to talk to in person, and we like
2: first one of all, person canceled.
0: <laughs> yeah, did they cancel? Yeah, they canceled the day
2: before because oh, their yeah. job gave them a promotion. <laughs> I was. Like, they what? used our application to get a raise, which is totally smart. You should do that. <laughs>
0: She was actually pretty great.
2: Yeah. I'm not, I'm not hating her game at all. I hope she's very, very happy in her new position. <laughs> and so the next one,
0: I, I'm not going to lie. Part of what happened was intentional to see how she would react to my unprofessionalism. What'd you do? Oh, you texted her. I texted her. So uh-huh. I texted her to set up the interview. I didn't email her. I wasn't. I didn't have my assistant email her. I just texted her, said, hey, girl, I know we said we were going to have to move it. But like it had a lot in it because Emily was supposed to have jury duty. And then like she there didn't have so jury many duty. Happening. And I was like, can you meet tomorrow? Uh-huh. It, like on a whim, whatever. She was totally cool. And I mean, equally, not necessarily that she needed to be super professional, but like, it was just chill texting back and forth. Like we met the vibe. Like we already were friends and had a relationship, Mm -hmm. got together. And sure, there was definitely some like awkward... I don't know you oh, at all. Well, but we're like,
2: awkward people. Tell so, me like, about welcome. yourself.
0: Yeah. But like, I don't really know what to say to you at first. And uh-huh. then we like hit our groove and got into yeah. it. And I think what really helped us is we had at this point heard a lot about her. Okay. We knew about... Like her education background, different jobs, some family stuff. What she had done, I mean, we had cyber stalked her, whether she realized it or not. We knew things about her personally that she may not know that we knew. Doesn't matter. (laughs) So we
2: creepy.
0: (laughs) My mom even volunteered to call her and pose as someone else to ask more questions.
2: Your mom is so funny.
0: Anyway, nonetheless.
2: We did not take her up on that, by the way. No, we did not
0: get cyber stalkery that bad. This was all public information. Mm -hmm. But when we sat down to the interview, we felt like it was important to talk more about the culture and the role and what we were hoping for and the kind of person we were looking for honestly just to see how she reacted body language wise to what we were saying like what did she like look at us like scared shitless like this isn't mm-hmm. me at all but i'm just gonna like hold my shit together mm-hmm. did she did she seem excited did she laugh did she smile like what happened and body language y'all it's real. <laughs> Tells you so much about a person. But she like interjected and interrupted mm-hmm. in like the best kind in of way. Ways. Right. And was like, oh my gosh, I so relate to this. And like, even without us prompting her would say, this is how I feel like I fit that. And this is what yeah. I can do. And this is why I'm excited that it's different than what I have been doing. And
2: yeah. and then she said the words that were magic to my ears. Oh, what was the, What were those? I could see myself doing this for years. And I like I got goosebumps. I was so excited cuz like I believed her. I saw her growing with us. I saw her, you know, maybe being in charge of some people eventually and like taking on initiative for different departments and roles in our business and like truly being like such a great team player and seeing us reach so many different goals and milestones. And I was so excited to finally just like
0: We're all about small business owners getting paid, and we know that some of you listening still get stressed out when it comes time to crunch the numbers, run the reports, and treat yourself.
1: Want to know why you should make the switch to Gusto? With one login, you can manage payroll, employees, benefits, and HR in one place. Plus, all your employee info and deductions stay synced and up to date, which helps eliminate many of the common errors you're bound to make. Gusto also saves you time. 72% of customers spend less than five minutes on running payroll. Gusto automatically, yes, I said
0: automatically, files and pays your payroll taxes, compiles and sends your W-2s and 1099s and submits new hire forms.
1: Set it and forget it. Plus they got big time benefits for small businesses. Gusto offers tailor-made options for your business, such as health insurance, 401k plans and more. Don't believe it? Just Google them. People
0: love Gusto. How often do you actually love your payroll provider?
1: Sign up today and you'll get three months free once you run your first payroll. Just go to gusto.com slash strategy. Here's the deal. Most small businesses don't have an HR expert, but you don't need one to use Gusto. With great software and great service, you can focus on your business, not payroll or paperwork.
0: You no longer have to be a big company to get great technology, great benefits, and great service for your team.
1: To help support the show, Gusto is offering our listeners an exclusive, a limited time deal. Sign up today and you'll get three months free once you run your first payroll. All you got to do is go to gusto.com slash strategy.
0: Yeah, because I mean, before it has always felt like people by no means has anyone ever used us, but I felt like we've been
2: people's stepping stones before. Oh, I will 100% say I feel like people have used us. Well, I'm gonna ask you about come, that later, but okay. Come at me, bro.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you know, for the most part, I generally have enjoyed everyone we've worked with. But it felt like, for once, like we, I gathered from her that we were what she wanted. Like there wasn't
2: like a next step. Like this is where she was going. Right. And she fit in that lovely unicorn space of like, she was creative. She had tried freelancing for a second and realized like the hustle part wasn't for her, but the creative community part was for her. So that's all we needed from that learning experience. Right. She was also like someone who craved freedom in her schedule enough to like, let me take my kids to school and drop them off. And like, if I... I need to be at home sick with them. Like I need to be the one that has that freedom, but also like I want to work Monday through Friday. (laughs) And so very similar to us where it's like, you know, some days we might take an early day to do lunch or like have a brainstorming session or whatever, but we also really enjoy working. And so finding that balance of a person who can be self-sufficient at home, but enjoys the freedom, but doesn't take advantage of it. Like that's also kind of of a unicorn.
0: Yeah, for sure. So Ultimately, you know, I think what also helped was going back over the hypothetical situations.
2: We had her re-answer them like right in front of us. We didn't have her answers in front. We had already like we knew some of the things that we wanted her to answer differently. So we wanted to just see like after having time to think about it or giving another shot, how would you answer? And then we just like coached her through some of the things of like, hey, here's what we were expecting and why. And she was like, oh, yeah, totally doable. Yeah. So
0: that made us more comfortable in moving forward. Yeah. So I think as far as bringing someone on board, it's so easy to get excited. And uh-huh. it's so easy to want to jump all in. Been there. And... We talked to our good friends over at Dubsado, and we're like, "What advice do you have? What what is something that yeah? Idiot- what do you have like thirty employees or something crazy? They just hired like five or ten more. It's crazy. Anyway, You're like tell
2: us your grits.
0: So I was like, Jake, what would you do? What is something I need to do that you have done? <laughs> Wwjd. <laughs> <laughs> and he said by far his best advice for hiring an employee especially when you're first starting out is to do contract to hire. Mhm. And so yep. I think that piece alone has made this transition so much more comfortable for me. Yes. So that we could come up with an offer that was I mean healthy but also like hey We're going to try this for 60 days. We're committed Mm -hmm. to 60 days. Yep. And at this point, assuming everything goes well, we are fully planning on transitioning you to a full-time employee in 60 days. We're going to be
2: engaged for 60 days and then we'll get married.
0: But... It also prevented me from having to, like, go through and do all the, like, new hire paperwork and Uh all the kind of legal stuff that would be required with a state and all of that if, if for some reason, it didn't work out. And so... You know, it's, I mean, it's way too early to tell. <laughs> like,
2: it's, yeah, I know. Yeah, we're in like day four. So, but so ultimately, like, so the interview was like an hour. We met in person, we got coffee, we did all the things. And then we're like, okay, wrapping it up, we'll be in touch. We're going to like chat with a couple other people. We didn't have anyone to chat with. But She walked out the coffee shop and Abby and I just looked at each other and it was like, oh, okay, so what are our next steps? Like we both just knew, like we didn't even have to talk about it. We were just very, very excited about moving forward. And so we sent her the offer, like I think the next day and she accepted. Yeah. So we, as far as like
0: onboarding goes, I think the thing that has helped us so much with this process is one again, like I said, we have the the actual job description. So we know the things mm-hmm. that she needs to be onboarded on and we can communicate with other people that are already working for us that in some capacity are already doing some of these jobs and they can train her on how they are doing them and pass that along so they have more free time to work on other things. But also because we have had people in various parts of these roles We have a lot of training already done and ready. We have videos that walk people through the process. We have documents that clearly outline things. And, you know, (laughs) I've hired without these things before and it Mm -hmm. is a freaking nightmare.
2: Yep, and so it's just like like the college or high school job you took, right? The first week is orientation. That's kind of what she's going through right now. So she's doing a couple of the tasks already that were just really easy to hand off. But she's watching a ton of videos. She's getting herself familiarized with our team, with our products, with our community. So she's kind of like in the back room right now, getting a lot of stuff done. And I think you know we'll spend this month wrapping up all of that, adding a couple of things on her plate that we feel have like really high priority. Like we already added something yesterday, continuing to do that just to feel her out and get her comfortable. And then probably have like a 30-day assessment to check in with her, check in with us and and her boss, right? And then we'll do another one at 60 days. And that will be the the time where we we decide if we're all happy. Because it's also for her. Like this contract to hire is also for her where she's not fully committed to this role like legally, not that she can't ever leave even once she accepts it. But it's easier for her to get out too if it's like, oh, this is actually not what I wanted to do at all. Right but I don't feel like that would be the case. Well, hopefully not.
0: Like I said, (laughs) too early to tell. So I feel like we laid a lot out there and hopefully along the way, haven't embarrassed anyone. (laughs) (laughs) But ultimately we're sharing this because we have learned so much throughout the process and know that I feel like it's kind of a trend. I mean, not not a trend in a bad way, but I think slowly we're seeing a lot of our friends and other entrepreneurs in the space go away from having, you know, a dozen contractors to Mm -hmm. having, I'm going to have one or two, maybe three key roles
2: that are actually full-time in place for me. And even though we're... Or even part-time employees that you can still have more control over in a good way. When I say that word, I mean in a good way. Right. <laughs> We're not like micromanaging crazies. But... Oh, one thing I did wanted to bring up in part of the interview process, I it was uncomfortable for me to say this in the interview process. But I think it was really important for me to get out and for us to kind of acknowledge the elephant in the room. And so if you're in a similar situation, let me give you the confidence to go ahead and just do it for whatever it may be for you. But like I've mentioned... We're seeking a unicorn, someone that likes the creative community, that understands this industry well, but not enough to go out on her own. And so I specifically asked in the interview or told, I said, we are looking for someone to take on this position full-time and have no side hustles, outside businesses, anything that is in not like competition, but like competing for your time, energy, and space for this role. Is that going to be a problem? And she was, of course, like, absolutely not love. Like, I'm all here for this position. But that's something I don't think, A, we could not be that clear or that firm on that rule with any contractor. Like, legally, you just can't. But I also think it could be, if we weren't clear on it now, like with how, I'm not going to like toot our own horn a little bit, but with how we motivate people to go out and do their own thing, like that's literally what we do every single day. It's also easy for us to do that for our own team members. And then next thing they're leaving us to go do something else. And so I needed it to be clear that like, that is not what we're about for this particular position. Yeah. So as far as like how to ask that question
0: you might need to ask or refer to a lawyer and also talk to a lawyer about how to include a moonlighting clause in your contract. Because when you start getting into things like... there's some things that you may or may not (laughs) want to bring up, or you have to be really sensitive to like, Mm
2: -hmm, unless they
0: volunteer that they have children, like you can't really ask about children or their family, you know, sex and orientations, like whole nother thing. And so like, be mindful of what legally you're allowed to say, and (laughs) do your best to stay compliant. And obviously, Mm -hmm. if you are just truly trying to be yourself and be genuine, genuinely, generally, no one's going to like ruffle their feathers at it. No,
2: no. She totally understood where I was coming from. And like, I felt like it needed to be said just from our own past experience. And she totally got that. So. But yeah, don't be afraid to like state your boundaries is what I'm saying and be firm with them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. So we'll be here for part three in you know some months once we figure out all this shindig and we can update you. But I hope these two episodes helped you kind of take the process further from our episode with Bonnie that we referenced in episode 294. That was episode 277, by the way. So if you're in the hiring spree right now or beginning to think about it, definitely give these three episodes a listen and let us know how it goes for you.
0: Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com.